0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Textbook, where we get real about learning English. Uh, today, I have with me the infamous Derek Walsh, all the way from Ireland, who's one of our teachers here at Elite Language Centre. Welcome, Derek.
1: What an introduction. Hi, Aisha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, you're from Ireland. but uh-huh. Yeah, you know. so
1: my name is Derek, and as you say, I'm from Ireland. Um, I've been in Malaysia for about seven years now, and I've been at Elite school for, I'm in my fourth year here now.
0: Wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, for for those people who are listening who are not familiar with Derek, um, he's one of our IELTS specialists here. Um, He he takes the IELTS preparation class, Uh, which brings me to what this topic is all about today, which is it's going to be all about IELTS. And we're going to call it a brainstorm because there's going to be a few questions we're going to cover. But this will just be the first of a few IELTS uh, podcasts we're going to do. So maybe first of all, Derek, if you can tell us a little bit about what actually is IELTS. Okay. Yep.
1: Well, IELTS, uh, the, the word itself IELTS stands for the International uh, English Language Testing System which is a bit of a mouthful, Mm. Uh, as is the word IELTS itself. A lot of our students happen to call it IELTS a lot of the time. But uh, so basically that's what it is. It's a standardized uh, test for um, to to assess your level or your proficiency of of English. Yeah, and it's broken down into four parts. It tests the core skills of um, speaking, reading, listening and writing.
0: Okay. and and what kind of people um, want to do this sort of test?
1: Well, there's two types of IELTS, so um, one is the general IELTS, which um, a lot of countries like Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the UK uh, require when people are, want to, to move there, want to emigrate to those countries, and so they, they want to be sure that those people who are coming have a, um, a basic command of the English language, so they would use the general IELTS to test those people. But um, mostly the students who come here to elite college that, um, that I teach, they need it for um, entrance to university. So they do uh, a format of IELTS called academic IELTS. And so the universities will require that they have certain levels of English depending on the course that they want to take. So for example, doing medicine would require a much higher um, band or score than a, a general science course.
0: Okay. Yes. And and, and um, I know in Malaysia it varies. Um, Quite considerably, particularly if you're doing IT, even or yeah. something that's quite a technical course. It's not quite so important, but yeah. if you if you're taking on something like a medicine or um, something that requires a more of an international understanding of everything, uh, it's quite complex. And yeah. and um, uh, so really, it's for adults, right? Yeah, it is for yeah. adults. Yes, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: so I don't uh, have not come across any children who would require to, to, to take <laughs> it so far, so far. But who knows in the yes, future? There's geniuses out there. <laughs> I know. Um, so so
0: it's it's a pretty tough course too, I believe.
1: Uh, it is. It is tough. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's open to everybody, but uh, it depends. It really depends on what level you you need, what level you require. So if you're mm looking to do something very advanced then to achieve the necessary score, then there's a lot of hard work to do. And it really depends mm-hmm. on the level of English that you come in with at the start yeah. and uh, how much work you need to do to go from that level to the level required either by the country you're migrating to or the university that you're going to study in. Yeah. You know? So yeah. for some, it's easier for some than others, because it depends on the level of English that you've already got. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and it's not something you can just jump right into. You you really have to become proficient in English first, right? Yeah, you do. It's yeah. not
1: something that you could just do straight from elementary. Yeah. You really have to have a, a firm base of, uh, a firm grasp of, uh, of um, the English language. So there's no dedicated grammar exam in the IELTS, but in fact um, your grammar is tested in when you're writing and in your speaking as well, so they are looking for the correct use of um, the tenses and the prepositions and singles and plurals and all of those things are assessed when you're speaking and writing so you mm-hmm. do have to have that basic yeah. knowledge before you can try it. Yeah,
0: yeah. so um, one of the key questions um, is that um, for this IELTS course, for, for the IELTS test a lot of schools offer IELTS preparation mm. as, as a as a course. Yeah. I know we do, obviously a delete. And yeah. you're one of our teachers that takes the IELTS preparation course that uh, delivers it. Um, who would you say are the right kind of candidates for that course?
1: Well, I mean, anybody who's taking who needs to take IELTS should take a preparation course because. Um, Uh, The the course itself is not about um, teaching you English, it's about teaching you how to get through that exam and the the tips and tricks about passing the exam. So even a native speaker, if they were moving to, uh, for, for, for example, to Australia, uh, from Ireland to Australia, for example, a native speaker would also need to take that uh, really? to the Isles, Yes, because really? they want to be sure that although you might have an Irish passport, it doesn't mean that you uh, <laughs> grew up there and speak English proficiently, oh, no, okay. because yeah. I actually had, I do um, have an example of, a, of I knew of an Irish doctor who worked in Ireland for years. English was his first and only language and decided to move to Australia and had to take the IELTS exam as part of his application process and actually didn't get the required, <laughs> oh <my laughs> required level <laughs> simply because he hadn't taken a preparation course ah. beforehand and he really didn't know what to expect in the yeah. exam. So he went in thinking, well, it's an English exam, of course I can ace this, no problem. Um, but then was completely thrown by the format of the exam and the times yeah. and all of those different things. So yeah. he was unable to... Uh, <laughs> To get into the first time but then he re- he took a preparation course, retook the exam and yeah. it was successful the second time. So anybody who needs to take IELTS should take a preparation yeah. course first.
0: That's actually a really good thing to remember because mm-hmm. um, the, the IELTS itself does require a lot of skills in terms of not just your English but the the, the, the like you say the format of mm. how the exam is is put together and the right approaches to try to tackle each question. Yes, and it's
1: yeah because there are lots of different uh, question types. Uh, for example, in the reading, you would have um, sometimes you have multiple choice questions, sometimes you have true/false or not giving questions. Sometimes you have to complete uh, a sentence with some missing words, and the instructions are very specific. And if you don't follow those instructions, for example, it might tell you that you can only complete a sentence with one word and sometimes students will compete with two words and one of those words is the correct answer is the Mm. word that you're looking for but because you put the second word there you will get zero for that question
0: so So it's it's mm. about
1: learning about how to read the questions follow the instructions and uh, you know give them exactly what they're looking for Yeah.
0: yeah and i think one of the common problems is a lot of people a lot of our students anyway think that um that oh well you know let me just try it yeah. no it's it, you really got to know how to you really approach you really need really yeah. yeah so
1: yeah. IELTS really if i could put one word to describe IELTS, that it's really a, a test of paraphrasing yeah
0: mm, paraphrasing what, what do you yeah. mean by that
1: well, that means basically, you know, that uh, you say the same thing, but you use different words. Oh. Okay, so it's uh, using yeah. synonyms and restructuring a sentence to say the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, for example, in uh, a reading text, the um, question might say one thing, and in the text it says the same thing, but it says it using different words. So the meaning is the same. So you need to compare both and say, yes, this sentence, this question, and this sentence in the text, they actually mean the same thing. So I can answer true for this, but, Mm. you know, they don't say exactly the same thing in the Mm. same words. So Mm. it's really a test that you know how to say the same thing in different ways. So paraphrasing is a big part of it. And that's uh, a very um, high level skill, actually, you know. So it's not something that you can do just after learning English for a couple of months. You really have to... Uh, have a firm base, a good vocabulary and Mm. a good grasp of grammar before you Mm. can attempt these things.
0: And also it is about, um, except for the general general training um, IELTS exam, the academic one is really about being at that tertiary education level.
1: Absolutely, because the 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 listening, what you have to listen to, a lot of that is related to academic subjects, so you'll be listening to a speech or a lecture from a professor about some scientific subject or about uh, nature or biology or something like that and you have to, although you may never have heard of, uh, or have had any interest in this subject before there you are you it's you have no choice you have to listen to it and you have to answer the question so yeah. you have to have an appreciation of what a university is yes and, um, yes you know the kind of format of lectures and tutorials and those types of things because mm. the format of the exam is based around an academic uh, situation yeah you know? yeah
0: which actually takes us to the next uh, question which is what do you Think is the most difficult Isles um, mm-hmm. task.
1: Yeah, I think for me uh, and from my experience of teaching that students struggle mostly with reading. Mm. It is the most difficult one, and it's not. It's not because the. I mean, the reading is difficult. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing easy about it. But really, the biggest. Um, drawback of the reading exam is the time in which you have to complete everything. You know you have a lot to do in a very short time, so you're given one hour and Mm. basically in that hour you have to read three long passages which are about 900 words each Wow. and you have to answer 40 questions and before that one hour is up you have to make sure that all of those answers are written correctly onto an answer sheet as well. So Mm. you have to do all of that in one hour which leaves you like 20 minutes Mm. per question. So what students struggle with the most is um, accepting that they don't have time to read it in detail,
0: yeah. they don't have time to
1: read every word and mm. understand every word and absorb the meaning and then have mm. time to answer the questions. I mean a lot of mm. students would like an hour per passage if they could and yeah. in fact it doesn't work out that way. Yeah. So they really have to get to grips with the fact that they have to skim read it, They just have to, they need a general understanding of what the passage is about and then use the tips and tricks that we teach them in the class to yeah. locate the answers in the passage yes. without understanding it 100%. Yes, enough. yes. So that's the biggest thing because it's a, it's a time factor. Reading yes. is um, yeah. um, you're really up against it in the reading. Exactly,
0: exam. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, um, with that, therefore, overall, if you could offer one piece of advice
1: to an IELTS student, mm. what do you think that would be? I think the best thing you could do, of course, everybody needs practice, practice, practice. That's kind of an obvious thing. But I think outside of the preparation class, I think the best thing you could do is to keep up to date with the news, actually.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, to to
1: watch a news program every day or read a newspaper or pick up some kind of uh, academic magazine or something like that to stay up to date with what's happening now because the subjects that come up in the aisles themselves are usually very topical things. So they're often about things like climate change, global warming, advances in science, medical things, all those kind of things. And every day you pick up the newspaper or... Uh, read a news uh, website or something like that. There are lots of stories about yeah. those types of things. So you
0: become familiar, at least with with the with the concepts that are being talked about. Yeah. And um, so so uh, if somebody, for example, um, gets familiar with the, let's say climate change, um, and and there are some difficult vocabulary in the reading or in the mm-hmm. listening or whatever, um, what what would you advise them to do? Um, you know, like they, they, they think, oh, I've, I've listened to lots of programs on climate change and there I get climate change in my hours exam and sitting there and I'm thinking, but I don't know what these words mean. That wasn't in the uh, YouTube video I watched last week. What, so what yeah. would you say to that? Well, that, yeah, that?
1: so the, I mean, it's going to happen. It's uh, it's not an if, it's an actual thing. It's, <laughs> it's definitely going to happen where you're going to sit down, you're going to see words that you've never seen before. So you know, you, the first thing you have to do is just not panic and remember what you learned in the, in the class, in the preparation class. Um, you know you're going to look for synonyms of things, you're going to see if things are in the, uh, the present or in the past, and then you're going to look at the prepositions that, that follow those words, and then you're going to know if you're looking for a noun, if it's, if it's something single or plural that you're looking for, or it's an adjective before a noun. So you've trained yourself to know what type of word you're looking for. And you've trained yourself to know where in the passage you, you can locate this information mm. so you will zoom directly mm. to oh i saw something about that in paragraph mm. number two mm. so you'll go back to there and then it's a case of reading maybe that sentence in right. more detail yeah and perhaps you don't understand the words in those in those details but using those tricks of okay i'm looking for an adjective because the question shows me I'm looking for an adjective, so I look for an adjective in the, the text. Or maybe it ends with ED, and here I have something with ED. So, you know, sometimes you are taking a stab in the dark with the, with yes, the answers, yes. but you're taking an educated stab in the dark. Yes, know? But you're, you're uh, not that's fe- the approach. Yeah, an you're not educated stab in the dark. That's often the case, because particularly with the with the time factor, you're rushing so much yeah. that um, sometimes when it comes down to it maybe the last few questions you're really guessing the answers you know because you really have no time and it's better to have an answer than no answer
0: exactly because
1: with no answer you will get zero but yeah. if you try and answer, and even if it's a blind guess, you never know it might be the right one.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, so yeah. But
1: you, as I say, you're taking an educated guess at it because yeah. you know what kind of word you're looking for. You know where it is in the text. Yeah. And it's just a case of picking the right word out of the text right. then in that case. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, that would be my yeah. advice.
0: Well, uh, thank you, Derek. We've, we've tackled a few uh, issues on the IELTS uh, exam. So, um, and you've given us some great answers Yeah, and, I'll some help. Um, hope hope that's going to be of uh interest to our, our listeners i'm sure it will be so thank you again okay it's and my pleasure. Uh, thank you very much. we'll have you on another time about something else and
1: uh sure i'd be happy to, to okay. talk again all right thanks a all lot right, there. thank you
0: okay bye